welcome to Zoom with Zarni. I'm Dustin Zarni, Democratic Elections Commission Commissioner for Onondaga County, and welcome to my interview show. Uh, today is Thursday, April 13th, and I'm happy to have as my guest the top of the ticket for the Democratic field, Bill Kinney, who's running for county executive. Uh, this is a hard race. It's the hardest race here in Onondaga County. Obviously, um, as you've seen in my uh, in my weekly wonks, Onondaga County has been trending blue, but in local years, uh, it has a uh, habit of voting for Republicans uh, in many local offices, including the county exec. There's never been a Democratic county executive, uh, although the last run four years ago was the closest race for county exec in a generation. So hopefully uh, Mr. Kinney will be able to impart uh, his vision for the county to the Onondaga County, and I hope you stick around for the interview. What's going on here at the Board of Elections this week is objections. Uh, the petition filing period ended on Monday, and now the objections are starting to roll in. We're going to take a look at the objections that come in, um, both the generals and the specifics, and see if any of these petitions that have been filed are subject to being thrown off the ballot. I'll have more on that in my commissioner in the car on Tuesday. Uh, we're also still waiting for the New York State budget to be passed. Uh, we uh, don't know the status of that. It looks like it's being hung up on bail reform, which it seems to be a constant uh, thing in the New York State budget. But uh, we will see what happens with that and whether that affects elections here in New York State as well. So for now, I ask you to stay tuned for Bill Kinney, who's running for Onondaga County Executive on the Democratic line. And I hope you uh, listen to his vision for the county. And I'm back. And I'm very happy to have my good friend, Bill Kinney. I've known Bill Kinney my entire time in uh, Central New York politics. Uh, he's been a legislature or working for the county legislature for over 20 years. Uh, and he's now running for county exec this year. Bill, thank you so much for coming back on Zoom with Zarni. Well, thank you for inviting me, Dustin. Greatly appreciate it. So I've known you a very long time, and you've been on the program a couple of times. But I, I would like you to kind of tell the, the viewers or listeners, who's Bill Kitty? What's your background? Okay, sure. Um, I got into uh, politics thinking it was a public service job, and I still believe that. Uh, I think it's an honor to be elected, and I try very hard to uh, live up to that every day. Um, besides being elected to the legislature uh, for over 20 years, I own my own business. It's a small property management business. Um, I'm gradually getting out of that because I'm running for county executive, and that's a full-time job. Uh, I'm married, four children, uh, graduate of Corcoran High School, OCC in Arizona State. I have a degree in criminal justice. Uh, never really used that degree very much. Although I did work for Elmcrest Children's Center for three years, which was a job I loved. Um, but that's me in a nutshell, I think. So you're running for county exec. You've been uh, the 15th district uh, county legislator for the last, you know, few cycles. You took some time off. I mean, you were the 15th for a little while, took some time off, worked for county government, and then uh, came back and ran a few years ago, ago to, to start uh giving service, but why are you running for county exec? You've decided to give up the county legislator seat and run for county exec. And why was this so important for you to 
to throw your hat into the ring. Sure, sure. Uh, but I will uh, say this first. Uh, when I started running for the legislature, the district was 22. But because of right. Uh, right. salvation, I'm down to 15. But in any event, um, the county executive is a very important role in our county government. And quite frankly, uh, the present county executive does not represent the people, in my opinion. He doesn't listen to them. As an example, on the discussion of the aquarium, he they were getting so many negative comments that he turned off the face the county Facebook page. Uh, I, I just feel that we need competition and we need someone that will stand up and speak on behalf of the citizens and listen to the citizens. And I think we need to address some issues that are have not been addressed properly. Uh, for instance, he's uh, talking about how good he's doing on uh, infrastructure and lead poisoning, but. It's 2023, and in my humble opinion, the lead poisoning uh, it should not be around at all. We should have dealt with that years ago. He's piecemealing it, and I think we need to deal with it in a smart way. Um, infrastructure. Yeah, he does certain things, infrastructure, but when I meet people across this county, they all say the same thing. We need bridges fixed. We need roads fixed. What about our sewer system? It's falling apart. So I'm running to not listen to the people, but try to get some things done that'll help the people. So, and yeah, and that's, you know, all very good, but I don't think people realize just how big county government is. And, you know, these county government elections, county legislature and countywide elections all happen in these odd years with these low turnout elections. But you know, you've been in county government longer than anybody I know in, in one role or another. How uh, important is county government in the average citizen's life? It's extremely important. And I'm, I don't know how to, um, I mean, everyone has the right to vote or not to vote. But the important elections are the local ones, if you ask me, because they affect your life in a more direct manner. Whether it be from the road you're driving on or the water you're turning, getting from your faucet. Um, county government is extremely important. And I think people need to realize that the, the all the things that we do that are beneficial, that they probably interact with and don't realize. For instance, the zoo, uh, Jamesville Beach, Anita Shores, um, the Sheriff's Department. These are all things that the county government is in control of and impact people's lives. You brought up the aquarium, uh, and let's uh, kind of dive into that a little bit because uh, that's a, an issue that has uh, drawn praise from some quarters, from the business community, but a tremendous amount of uh, criticism from others in the community. So, what you know, why is that? A, an example of something different that you would want to bring to county government? Well, let's try to break this down. Um, first of all, the county, since the formation of the county legislature, has never done a project like this without bonding for it. We're not bonding for this project. We're spending HARPA money, money that we got from the federal government to build this aquarium. There's many other uses that could have been this money could have been used for in a positive manner. Uh, secondly, there was no business plan. I mean, it bothers me that some of the people in the business community are in favor of this because if they're true business people, 
they would understand the importance of a business plan. There is no business plan for this. Even the majority leader for the Republicans in the legislature voted against this because there was no business plan. Also, when we asked simple questions, what's going to be the yearly maintenance cost? The answer was, we don't know. So look, at, I, I love the idea of an aquarium. It'd be nice to have one under the right circumstances. But there are so many other things that need to be addressed and so many things that we could use that money for in a positive way that I, I voted against it and I'm proud of that vote. Uh, it, it doesn't stand up to the basic litmus test of does it help the people now? So what are some of those opportunities that you would like to uh, to deal with as, as county sec? What are some of the issues that you believe are not being addressed by the current uh, administration? We obviously have a problem in this community with mental health. I don't think anyone disagrees with that. The county executive, to his credit, has done some minor things. But I think we need to handle that in a, a full-on charge. We have to wrap our arms and heads around that and deal with that issue to the benefit of the children, to the benefit of the adults. We have to control this mental health problem. Uh, the opioid crisis, you know, again, we're doing some, but I don't believe we're doing enough. Infrastructure, um, you know, we could sit back and yearly just make the basic uh, fixes, but that's not gonna help the people down the road. It's really not going to help us because we're not doing the extra, going the extra mile to fix our infrastructure. So I would like to do with that. Um, I think that um, one of the problems in this county is we have a poor ethics board. And basically our ethics board is, for all practical purposes, non-existent. So I would like to work with the legislature and have a better ethics board. Uh, and that doesn't require very much money, hardly any money at all but it would help the people of this community, I believe. So, Bill, I, I, and you brought up the ethics board. You've been a part of, you know, the county legislature for quite some time. And we've seen, um, you know, a lot of different issues go through the county legislature that, you know, we've brought you know, in and that have been ignored uh, and that you and the Democratic members have brought to the ethics board. You know, what are some of those issues that you feel like the public doesn't really even know about or are not being addressed and that you would like a proper ethics board to be able to shine a light on? Well, one of the main concerns I have is the number of people, number of legislators that have been hired by this county executive. I mean, you know, talk about nepotism. It's, it's rampant. And I would like to have a rule that once you leave the legislature, you can't work for the county for maybe two years or three years. I'm open for compromise, but I think there ought to be a separation. Um, I find that uh, in my term on the legislature from 1980, from 1992, I'm sorry, to roughly around 2010, there was debate in the legislature. There was actual debate. We might not have agreed, but we debated issues. And sometimes the Republican majority would actually talk to us about how to do things. But since 2010, there's virtually no debate. And off the record, some of the Republican legislators will admit that they don't like what's going on, but yet they keep on supporting this county executive. Um, I, I, I just think that 
if we had a better ethics board, it would help us. We could raise issues that people need to be aware about. Um, you brought up the the county legislators taking uh, county jobs, and uh, I think people don't look at what has changed with that. We've seen county legislators take county jobs. I mean, you took a county job, but you did it after your service as a county legislator. And I think that's what the, the troubling thing is for me about this, is that it, it was one thing for people to retire, not run again, from the county legislature and then get a county job. Now it seems like there's this systematic, uh, you know, thing in place to to use taxpayer money to, in essence, buy off sitting county legislators who leave their county legislature spot early. We saw that with Casey Jordan. We saw that with John McBride. We saw that with Mike Plachocki. Um, and then they leave Pat Kilmartin. What's that? Pat Kilmartin. Pat Kilmartin. They leave early and allow the county executive to put not just somebody who's going to take over for them after the election, but somebody who's going to, um, you know, start right away with no offense to Rich McCarran, who's the new uh, OCL 11, but we saw that with him. We saw that with. Uh, Cody Kelly in the in OCL 14 with Casey Jordan um, and Julie Abbott in OCL 6. And they, they start with incumbency because they get put on the county legislature by the county exec who just hired their replace the their their predecessor to create the opening in the first place. And that, you know, that's what why uh in the state legislature they have these rules about you can't go lobby the, the, the state legislature. You can't work for the state government after you leave office for a certain period of time. And that's what you're talking about with the county as well. Is that right? That's correct. That's correct. I would like to point out, though, um, when I left the legislature, I did not, not only did I leave at the right time in regards to when my term ended, but I took a position that was already existed. That man that held the position retired. So I got that. Now, some of these other names you're talking about, the positions were uh, created for them. For instance, uh, uh, John McBride, great guy. I like John, but his position was created for him about, oh, five or six months, maybe a little bit longer before. That position never existed. So the kind of executive gets him to leave and get those that position. And, and also, I'm not going to say who, because I don't want to, uh, uh, you know, I like the person, but I, one of the county's attorneys was complaining about the uh, appointment of one of the legislators, because even though he was a nice guy, he really wasn't a very good attorney. So, I mean, I think if you're going to hire somebody, they've got to meet a couple of obligations. One, they got to be qualified, okay? Two... There really should be a separation, and you shouldn't just get them off the legislature and fill a position with someone you like. Yeah, and and it's not even just the legislature this is going on, and we saw that with the the former sheriff's candidate that uh, uh, you know he was not a legislator; he was running for Onondaga County Sheriff. Uh, the Democrat won, Toby Shelley won, and so all of a sudden, a hundred thousand dollar job using ARPA money. 
in or was it ARPA money? I think it was ARPA money. It was a position created during the pandemic that had gone unfilled for two years was given and the duties have never really been laid out about what he's supposed to be doing, or at least I don't believe so. Has the legislature, you know, found out what the job title is, what, 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 uh, uh, you know, what that position is dealing with? Well, not really. And what the county executive said was not the original intent of the legislation. Uh, I voted against that bill uh, back way back when it was created because I thought it was another plum job situation. Look at uh, Toby Shelley was elected and he's been nothing but upfront and he's a gentleman. He even offered the former uh, Esteban Gonzalez a job so he could get his retirement. And even that's after they wouldn't even let him go into the prison to see things and they treated him terribly. So he was a gentleman and offered, but he said, no, he wouldn't, wouldn't, would not work for a Democrat. So the county executive gives him this position that was just made up. We don't know what the duties are. He says it's public safety. Well, for 65, 70 years, the job of public safety has been in that other county has been handled by the elected sheriff. So to me, that's a uh, slap in the face of all taxpayers. So, Bill, you're running at the top of the ticket. You're the, the head of the Democratic ticket this fall. That's a big responsibility. Uh, how are you going to win this campaign? I mean, it's a big county. You know, 300,000 voters. Uh, you have never lost an election. And I think everybody, some people don't know that. You know, you've never lost an election, but they've run smaller elections. So what's your that's plan? That's not quite true. Oh, what? No? That's not true. I oh. ran for county clerk back in 1998, I think. Okay. And I ran oh. for county clerk because I felt that the person in that office was not doing a very good job. Um, I lost, but I did much better than the Republicans thought I would do. And it affected when they had to redo redistricting a few years later, I think it affected the lines they drew. So, okay. In, in the last 23, 25 years, though, you haven't <laughs> lost an election. So what's your plan to win Onondaga County? What, how are you going to win this race? I am uh, counting on people I know, people I've had communication with, people I used to work with, people I used to go to school with, uh, getting the word out there that I'm the better candidate. Um, I'm going to meet people. You know, I it, he's got the name recognition of the money, but luckily for me, but not for the taxpayers, he's made some really lousy decisions that the taxpayers aren't happy about. And so I'm going to capitalize on that because I think the taxpayers are right. You know, the aquarium, closing the jail, I mean, uh, up at Jamesville, uh, it, it made no sense, especially when the newly elected sheriff agreed to do it if the independent study proved it was the best thing to do. But he had to force it down our throats. There's no reason for that. So I think that was, those things are going to help me get elected. I also think we have a darn good ticket. You know, we got Marty Masterpool, the com uh, controller. Uh, Amy Essie, I think, is a good candidate for county clerk. Um I'm not Amy. Emily, I'm sorry. Um, I know an Amy, I see. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I think we have a good ticket. I think we're going to do very good this year if the people get out and vote. We just got to get everyone to get out and vote. And that's always the problem with these uh, odd-year elections, that getting people out and into the streets and, and voting 
and and caring about uh, in this uh, in these elections. So your um, you know, you're running this fall with, you know, as you said, we we do have a great top of the ticket. We uh, Marty and the, Marty Maspel, Emily Essie, they're going to be on this program. Uh, yeah, I mean, Marty was last week, and and Emily's coming up uh, later. Uh, but you know, that that's the kind of you know teamwork that's going to be needed to 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 lift all the boats and 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 run uh, countywide. And as you saw, that this. Uh, this county is a blue county. It keeps getting bluer and bluer. And we vote for statewide offices and judges. And I, even now a sheriff and a county comptroller uh, have, have, have won on the, on the countywide level. So it, it can be done. It's not enough. Absolutely. Absolutely. It can be done. We have to work together, like you just said a few minutes ago. If we work together with this good team, I think we'll have a very good results. So, you know, we're starting to get to the end of where I like to have these uh, podcasts end. Uh, you know, uh, this is just an introduction to voters. Um, and I'm, in your show notes, I'm going to put, uh, you know, your website and, and, and where people can find you um, on Facebook and all of that. But I always like to end this this uh, podcast with the what haven't we talked about question. So here's your time to talk about anything. You can talk about a policy, an issue, uh, or any uh, any anything you'd like okay uh, you know we have a lot of openings in Onondaga County um, we have we need people to come to work for Onondaga County uh, the county has to realistically look at their pay scale um, I believe that uh, we have good people out there that will work for us but they want a decent wage uh, you can't blame them for that um, and we just have to uh, help our workforce because we have a great workforce, but they're overworked and undervalued, in my opinion. Uh, we recently received an uh, email from a person that was on the job for one year, and not once during that one year did a supervisor help her with her job. And we were told by a former head of person and personnel that the person was absolutely right. We've cut to the bone so much, there's, they're not able to train the people properly. So I'd like to hopefully get elected and make sure that when we hire someone, we can get them trained properly and serve the citizens of this community. Uh, that's one thing I'd like to do. Uh, the other thing I would like to do is try to get uh, a plan where we know what expenses are gonna be for infrastructure have a laid out plan. We're going to do X, Y, Z to get our system, our county infrastructure back in shape. Um, I just think uh, the people want that. And I think it's the right thing to do. Yeah, I, I'm glad you brought that up about the pay scale because I think, you know, we, we have CSEA and other, uh, you know, people talking about not just the pay scale, but the, the, the reduction in workforce that happened during the pandemic that never that a lot of that ARPA money that could have been used for that is used towards other projects and, and putting people back on the payrolls that hasn't happened, but we've seen social service issues, uh, you know, and, and, but the pay scale is also something that people don't talk about. I, I'm a department head myself and uh, I have some really low pay scales at my entry level positions that I have a really hard time 
finding and keeping people because you know if somebody makes thirty three thousand a year and there's no upward mobility what they're not going to stay there forever they may stay there you know right out of college for a year or two but then move to another county that will pay them you know and and, and we have this flight of uh of, of young people to other states other counties you know that that's part of that is the, the one of the largest employers in uh Onondaga County is Onondaga County and we have such a low play scale you know, uh, recently in a Ways and Means committee meeting, the head of the DOT spoke about the problem he's had getting drivers. And he pointed out to everyone, why should a driver, why should someone work for Onondaga County at $16 an hour or $18 an hour when they can go to some of the towns and villages and make 20, 22? So, I mean, you know, any person is at, at a certain age is, wants to make money. And if they can get a job paying $20 an hour or a job paying $22 an hour, most likely they're going to go to the job paying 22 So we have to rethink and look at our pay structure. I know that taxpayers, taxpayers don't like that in a sense because it's their tax dollars. I understand. I'm a taxpayer. But yet we want services. We want roads cleared. We want people to answer the phone when they call up at 911. I mean, it's part of public service. Uh, you, you know, private companies aren't going to be doing this, okay? You need a county government. Um, and we have to look at that pay structure. Well, Bill, you're an amazing public servant and somebody I've known a thank long you. time. Uh, I want to thank you for uh, stepping up to the plate and, and running. It, it's hard to run at any level, but the highest office in the county is going to be uh, an enormous amount of uh, time that you're going to give to this. And so I always want to thank you for doing that. And thank you uh, for, um, you know, the campaign has just begun here, but uh, I'm sure you'll be out in the community and I'll have in the show notes where your websites and Facebook are. But again, I, I want to thank you for coming on Zoom and Zarni. And uh, I hope I'm calling you boss. Uh, in, in, in <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you are too, but I appreciate that, Dustin. You've been a good help to me and uh, you're a good Democrat. And you're a darn good elections commissioner. So um, I, I thank you. And that was my interview with Bill Kinney, uh, Onondaga County uh, uh, Democrat running for county executive. Uh, you can make sure you check the show notes to find out where you can find him. Uh, he's just starting his campaign. I'm sure we're going to hear more from him between now and November. Uh, this weekend on my weekly walk, I will be doing the town of Cicero. As you know, I did the town of Camillus this last weekend. And then on Tuesday, I'll be doing Commissioner in the Car. Uh, and uh, the, the Commissioner in the Car will be uh, with, um, on objections and uh, other uh, things with, uh, you know, that are going on at the Board of Elections. But we're probably going to be going over all the objections that have uh, filed in. Unless we have a New York State budget, then we may be <laughs> talking about that. And then next Thursday, my Zoom is already, uh, I'll be dealing with, I will be uh, airing an interview with Emily Essie, who is running for county clerk. Uh, so we will have um, the the three top of the ticket uh, Democrats that are running countywide uh, in the can here in April. Uh, and then uh, I'm already working with Chuck Keller. He'll be coming on for DA as well. So, uh, the, you know, as we're getting into these candidate interviews, it's important to remember 
that you have to support them uh, if you want Democrats to win elections. Check out their policies on the, on social media and on their websites and help share that there are races in local years because it's one of the lowest turnout years of our cycle. So we need to make sure we get our friends and family out. Thank you very much and enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye.